Buenos dias! Welcome to another Daily Devotion. I am your host once again, Pastor Jesse. It's good to see you. Uh, hopefully you watched yesterday's introduction to 2 Corinthians. Uh, and we are going to continue into that with chapter 2. Which sort of is a weird chapter because it, it begins in the middle of a thought where Paul is basically saying his trip to the Corinthian church has been postponed. Um, and so I'm actually going to spend most of today uh, talking about verses 5 through 11. Uh, primarily because, um, I don't know if you remember, um, Pastor Dan did such a, a wonderful job in 1 Corinthians when he was talking about, I think it's chapter 5, uh, let me check, uh, where there's a, a issue of incest in the Corinthian church. Yep. Um, and so he tells the church to hand over this guy to Satan because he has been sleeping with his father's wife. Um, so... In an attempt to explain uh, and show, really, what needs to be done. Um, so first off, the, apparently the church actually does it. They take Paul's words to heart. They uh, hand this guy over to Satan, so to speak. Um, and so the purpose of that, uh, the heart behind that is love. The purpose behind handing him over to Satan is so that he will repent, uh, to turn away from his sin. And so it sounds like, according to chapter 2, that this this person does. Uh, what does repentance look like uh, if you're living in an immoral lifestyle with your stepmom? It, it looks like, number one, uh, it would look like breaking up that relationship, discontinuing the affair. Uh, some people want to pretend as if they can continue doing the actions and that, that as long as they say they're sorry, that that's good enough. That's not good enough. That that All, all saying you're sorry does is show that, that you're sorry. And, and usually the reason that that happens is because somebody got caught. Uh, these guys got caught, they've been exposed, the entire church kicks them out. Uh, that means that uh, the church has basically nothing to do with this guy uh, until he can show that he is repentant. Uh, listen, the intention behind the church is that they want him to be repentant so that they can welcome him back in. There, it's not like, let's kick him out forever. Let's hate this guy. It's none of that. It's we love this guy. We want to see him live a righteous life that honors the Lord. And because of that, we're going to exercise disciplinary measures. Uh, there are a lot of churches that are too afraid of losing people that they don't exercise any disciplinary measures. Uh, my hope and prayer is that we don't ever have to. Uh, but this is an example where where it has so in verse five he says this if anyone has caused pain he has caused pain not so much to me but to some degree not to exaggerate to all of you this punishment by the majority is sufficient for that person as a result you should instead forgive him 
or forgive and comfort him. So Paul is calling the church, now that this young man has repented, to forgive and comfort. Welcome him back. Dude, we forgive you. Um, come on on back. Uh, well, otherwise, he may be overwhelmed by excessive grief. So this is a guy that, praise the Lord, is actually feeling uh, sorrow for what he did. And so um, because of that, he, he has stopped the actions and his desire is to please the Lord. And so they're welcoming him back. Therefore, I urge you to reaffirm your love to him. I wrote for this purpose to test your character to see if you are, are obedient in everything. Listen, it's significantly easier to reprimand somebody and kick them out than it is to, to welcome them back. Um, it's easy if you're the person to become bitter. Well, they just hate my guts. If you have a victim mentality, you're absolutely going to, to run around blasting the church. How dare they reprimand me? Um, they're all evil. And that's not always the case. Sometimes it is the case, especially today, right? Like it's, it's common for corrupt pastors to abuse their power, to fire people, to excommunicate people when they shouldn't, and they don't have a biblical basis to do so. But when you have a biblical basis, it's important that you do it, but it's also important that if there's repentance, that you welcome them back. Uh, Paul here is saying that he's testing the Corinthians' character to see if they're obedient in everything, because it's hard to bring that person back. And then he says this, anyone you forgive, I do too. For what I have forgiven, if I have any forgiven anything, it is for your benefit in the presence of Christ so that we may not be taken advantage of by Satan. So if this church uh, would not have um, welcomed this young man back, I'm assuming he's young, he could have been old, I guess. Uh, if, if this church would not have welcomed this man back, then we know for sure, according to Paul, uh, that this could have led to a situation where Satan would have taken advantage of it, uh, allowed sin to run rampant even more so than before, that it's important for us to not be ignorant of his schemes. Uh, listen, I believe each and every one of us need to recognize that the devil has schemes, Satan has schemes for each and every one of us. And we need to not be ignorant of those things and we need to recognize that we need to be forgiving. We need to be comforting. We also need to be willing to exercise discipline when necessary, uh, that that's a good thing. Uh, the Bible says that no discipline is pleasant at the time, however painful, but eventually it produces a harvest of righteousness. And that's what we're after. Uh, this person has a harvest of righteousness. And Paul here is saying it's important uh, that, that we exercise forgiveness Let's, let's end with this, verse 14. But thanks be to God who always leads us in Christ's triumphal procession and through us spreads the aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. As we conclude today, uh, even though discipline is hard, even though um, you know welcoming somebody you've kicked out uh, back could seem difficult, we want to have an attitude kind of like uh, the prodigal son where we're welcoming in uh, the son back into the family, throwing a party. Uh, we want to spread the, the aroma of 
Christ's triumphal procession through the, the knowledge of him in every place. We want to be the kind of people that are spreading the good news everywhere we go. Uh, and part of that means that if we have to exercise discipline, but we also get to recognize that when repentance takes place, there can be joy and we can have the wonderful opportunity to extend comfort and love to a brother uh, who has repented. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Second Corinthians chapter 2 is concluded. If you're new to the channel, please subscribe, click the little bell, and you'll be notified whenever our videos or uh, podcasts are available. Also, you can partner with this channel by uh, supporting us at the link in the description. That is a tax-free donation. Thank you so much for joining us today. Peace out, Girl Scouts.